Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being here this morning. And uh, if you want to follow along, we're going to be in the second chapter of James, beginning in the eighth verse, chapter two, verse eight, where James writes these words. Um, And he's still dealing with the issue of partiality, excuse me, uh, and favoritism, and um, may seem like a uh, quite a few verses uh, for a topic that, um, of all the things that uh, James could um, could be concerned about, um, that favoritism is such an issue to him. Uh, but um, and, and I'll be honest with you, I had some of those same thoughts, and uh, as I have uh, been going through this and thinking about it, uh, I think the reason, uh, one of the reasons, um, and um, I don't want to put words in James' mouth, but uh, that one of the reasons for this uh, lengthy uh, section on favoritism is because uh, James recognizes the, the damage uh, that uh, can be done. Uh, that uh, when the church, uh, if the church were to show uh, favoritism in their uh, in their dealings, uh, you could easily uh, offend uh, a lost person, uh, offend uh, someone who doesn't know Christ, uh, or even a a believer uh, who was uh, young and new in their faith. Uh, you could do. Uh, harm to their spiritual growth. Uh, And so I think what uh, James' concern is here is not just the favoritism, uh, but the impact that it ha- could have uh, on, uh, on, on other people, to their faith, um, to their relationship with God. And then ultimately, and James has made this clear, is because uh, James uh, believes completely, uh, that, uh, that everyone is the creation of God, that God loves uh, everyone uh, enough to send his son to die for them. And so how dare um, mere mortals uh, show favoritism uh, to, some, to, to people who God uh, loves? And so uh, it's a big issue to James, uh, and I think it should be to us. Uh, if it's a big issue to James, it's a big issue in the Bible, it's a big issue to God, then it should be to us as well. So let's look at this text uh, this morning. If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love the neighbor as thyself, you do well. But if you have respect to persons, you commit sin and are convinced of the law convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not kill. Now if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. And uh, so again, James is emphasizing here, he says, this is um, the, the law of God. Uh, love, uh, love your neighbor. Love uh, other people. Uh, the uh, the same one uh, that told us not to commit adultery, not to murder, uh, is the same one that told us uh, to love our neighbor as ourselves. And uh, so, uh, I don't think we. I think all of us would agree this morning uh, that we wouldn't dream of saying one piece of scripture is uh, more relevant or more important than the other. And so James says, listen, you you wouldn't think of committing adultery. You wouldn't think of committing uh, murder. Uh, And so therefore, 
you shouldn't violate uh, this commandment as well. And I think what James here is also stressing about this statement is, listen, this is not my opinion. Uh, you know, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I learned this from, from Jesus himself, uh, that when, uh, when Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? What is the greatest commandment? Jesus responded. He said, love God and love your neighbor. Uh, and uh, so you, he says you can't claim to love God. First uh, John uh, tells us that. We uh, recently went through First John uh, in, uh, in our church services. Uh, says you can't claim, claim to love God and hate your brother. Um, and so um, if you're showing partiality or favoritism, uh, he says you're not just committing a, a, a social faux pas. Uh, you are committing a sin. What he says in verse 9, he says, if you have respect to persons, you commit sin. And again, he, he goes on and he says, uh, and let's think about this. James puts favoritism in the same breath, the same sentence uh, as adultery uh, and murder. Uh, you know, that, that's a pretty powerful uh, thought for us uh, as, uh, as well. Um, that we under, again, that just reveals to us how big an issue this is uh, for James, how big an issue then uh, if we believe that the Bible is written under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, uh, that God was leading James and what, uh, what he wrote and what he pens here, uh, then it's a big issue to God uh, as well. And uh, so, it, it, again, he just continues uh, to stress the importance uh, of treating all people uh, equally. And then he comes down here to this um, uh, this clincher force. He says, if you keep the whole law and offend in one point, uh, you're guilty. You're guilty of all of it. Uh, I think of Paul when Paul wrote uh, in the book of Romans. He said, I was going along uh, checking off the Ten Commandments, and I was doing really good. Uh, honor your father and mother. You know, honor the Sabbath. Don't lie. Don't steal. And he says, I got down to the, to the bottom, and I say, it says, thou shalt not covet. And I realize I'm guilty of the whole thing. Um, and if you if you break one, you're bro- you, you've broke the law. Uh, and so James says you, you can't uh, say uh, just because you haven't committed adultery or, or murdered anybody uh, that you're, you're, uh, you're okay. He says you've got to look at the whole law and, and look at all. He says sin is sin. And uh, what a warning to us today. And, and um, you know, I, I offer to you some of my ideas about why James uh, is so passionate uh, about this idea. And I'll leave you with this thought. And um, have you ever been on the receiving end uh, of somebody showing partiality or someone showing favoritism? Uh, if you've ever been on the receiving end, you know how bad that hurts. Uh, you know, how uncomfortable that is. Uh, and think then, if the church did that, if Christians did that, 
Again, what that could do to an unsaved person uh, who is looking for Christ uh, or to even, again, a young convert uh, who is just, um, as the Bible calls them, a babe uh, in the faith. If the church was to do, if Christians treated them in that way, how that could undermine uh, and, and hinder uh, their growth and their spiritual walk. Uh, something real serious for us uh, to think about this morning. Uh, I hope you have a good day and uh, we'll see you here tomorrow morning.